is now 810. We have a very special guest joining us this morning to talk about a program, the Post-Secondary Enrollment Options Program, one of my favorite uh, programs, actually. Aaliyah Hodge, she's the president of People for PSEO. Good morning, Aaliyah. Good morning, Santo. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Oh. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. That's good. Thanks for calling uh, and talking about this program. I have an 18-year-old, so I'm a very big fan of any program where a student can uh, earn college credits while it's still in high school. But tell us specifically about your post-secondary enrollment options program uh, that you are the president of. Um, what What are the details? Is this for? Is this a statewide uh, program? Yep. So the PSEO program is a statewide program that 10th graders, 11th graders, and 12th graders can receive college credit at no cost to them. So instead of going to their high school classes, they would either take classes online um, through a college or they'd go to a specific college. I'm guessing everything's online because it's distance mm-hmm. learning now, though. Um, <laughs> and they can get um, high school credits as well as college credits. So their tuition um, and all required course materials will be paid through by just the state. Um, and so people for PSEO, because we've looked at the data and we've seen that not enough low-income kids, not enough black kids, and not enough Latino kids are participating in this program and getting those college credits. Mm-hmm. Um, I created this program to really try and outreach the folks because I'm a participant of the program. It, it did wonders for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every kid should at least have the information to make the decision whether or not they participate. Aliyah, is there a time frame for when school starts that a student should be uh, working on getting enrolled in this program? Is there a deadline for it? If you're in the middle of the school year and your student says, hey, I would love to take some college classes so I can get some extra credit, is it ever too late during the school year to uh, to apply for this? Um, so it depends on the college. So there's about 60 different um, state institutions. There are um, state colleges, about 60 different state colleges. There are um, two-year colleges, um, private colleges that offer this program. And so it doesn't make it easier for students, but they all have different deadlines. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, and so a lot of two-year programs allow you to either apply in the fall semester or the spring semester. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these um, four-year programs only have deadlines in the spring. Mm-hmm. You say here, don't assume that all colleges and universities have the same class rank, grade point average, average, or test score requirements. Uh, tell us a little bit about that in detail. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, every there's 60 participating universities, um, colleges and universities that offer the PSEO program. And, you know, like I said, it's, everyone has their own different requirements. Like, so a lot of them... Two-year require two-year colleges require the AccuPlacer, even though that's been kind of discontinued this year because of um, the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some colleges say, "Oh, we want to people with a 3.5." You know, the U of M is pretty um, uh, has a pretty high GPA requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, some colleges want a personal statement. Some colleges say, "Hey, even if you don't have a 3.0, if you have a letter of recommendation from a counselor or someone else Mm -hmm. you know you could you could participate my younger brother he did not have a Mm 3.0 um he had like a two point something and you know he had a letter of recommendation for from his guidance counselor and he participated in psco at mcpc right um so don't just think because you don't have a super high grade point average that this program isn't for you because it definitely is that's a great point. I'm glad you said that. Aaliyah Hodge, she's the president of president of People for PSEO. Tell us, Aaliyah, what exactly is PS uh, the People for PSEO? Mm-hmm. 
no, that's a that's a good question. So, um, like I said, I created this um, this organization because I saw that there was definitely a lack of information going to you know low income communities, communities of color, and and rural communities. So, um, so what we do as people for PSEO, we try and get information directly in the hands of families and students um, before coronavirus hit. We did this by tabling a lot of school events or like. Um, uh, college readiness events, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just like getting out in front of people. Like if it was at the, you know, a neighborhood organization was hosting something, we try and be there. Um, and so we do that side to make sure that people have the information. But then we also work with um, policymakers because there's a lot of barriers to participation. You know, mm-hmm. we know that, um, you know, having access to technology is a barrier for information. Um, you know, even the timing and when schools, um, notify families and students about this program even existing so um two years um ago we had actually worked with um a few senators and we had some significant pieces passed like one of them was um we were pushing for online equity um in course taking so there were a few colleges that um had it so that if you were a psco student you could only take one class mm-hmm. online mm-hmm. Um, and obviously that's a barrier for kids who don't have reliable transportation and participating and that's both for kids in the city and both for kids in rural Minnesota um, and so we actually got that passed so if you're a PSCO student and you want to take five online courses your college can't tell you you can't um, so yeah so we've we've been trying to work with the legislature on transportation reimbursement right now there is um, a small amount of money that is reimbursed for transportation, but that number hasn't been updated since 1985. Um, And so, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so we were pushing for that to be, um, the transportation mileage reimbursement to be in line with the federal uh, reimbursement rate, which is 55 cents. We were also trying to get, you know, ride share covered by reimbursement, Mm -hmm. um, bus passes covered by reimbursement. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... On, uh, it didn't pass, unfortunately, because we were asking for the appropriation to be from like about twenty thousand to one point seven million, mm-hmm. um, because we wanted to cover as many students as possible. Um, this is still something that I'm like super passionate about. I don't know if we're going to get it this year with um, the way budgets are set up, right? But uh, that's something that we're definitely going to keep pushing for. Well, it's definitely great work, Aaliyah, on uh, working with these students and making sure you, and, and working with this uh, program, pre- uh, people for PSEO, just to get the word out so a lot more students, uh, like you said, in our in our neighborhoods and our communities can understand and know that you can take uh, some college courses while you're in high school. And a lot of students have no idea that that program exists. So thank you for all you do. Uh, more information about this is at peopleforpseo.org. Again, peopleforpseo.org. And I'm assuming you can find out what schools uh, provide these programs and how you can sign up, deadlines, and all of that. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much, Aaliyah Hodge. We appreciate your time. I appreciate you guys. Have a great day, okay? You too. Thank you. All right. Again, that website, peopleforpseo.org, if you want to sign there, uh, look at look at uh, look up information about students who are looking to take post-secondary enrollment uh, classes while in high school.